Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles with the rich and your rings. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Off stars, rich in Uranus. She's Sarah Armour. I'm Hi. Molly Malshine. Molly Malshine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thursday night. We're not going to drink any wine because we drank every other night this week. <laughs> I also have to say real quick, I'm like deep in the thralls of my wedding diet. And I want everyone to know, I know I don't need to lose weight. You don't need to tell me, oh my God, what are you talking about? You're so skinny. Like, I know I'm skinny. Regina George knew she was skinny. Right. She's I- doing it on purpose. Right. I want to lose three pounds now so that I can relax all summer and not have to go on a juice cleanse. I'm not doing juice cleanses. I'm eating real food. I'm like just, and, but also if you are out to dinner with me and we go to a pizza place and I get mixed salad with chicken and you ask me why I'm going to be honest and say I'm on a wedding diet. So don't then try to body posse me out of being on my wedding diet. I've been planning my wedding diet since I was 12 years old. It was like, (laughs) I, 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 I lived through the 2000s. I read Us Weekly. I am going to have body dysmorphia until the day I die. I am going to survive it. I'm going to be fine. It's okay for me to want to lose three pounds before my wedding day. It's kind of what we were talking about last week, too, with like, like, like Lily Reinhardt saying, like, Kim should be ashamed of admitting what she, it's like, no, Lily, you did it too. Get a good day of expensive pictures, thousand percent. Right. Let me live. Here's another appearance-based, vanity-based confession. Might bring a picture of Amber Heard at the 2016 Met Gala to the hair salon with me tomorrow. Mom, we're going with an Amber Heard wedding look. I have been so excited to talk to you about the court case that's ravaged the nation, the Depth v. Heard defamation case, which I am uh, I love this more than I've loved anything in a long time. It's better than the Will Smith slap. I mean, I think the reason why there's such fertile ground is because they're giving us so much content and so much material to comb through and it's addictive. I was almost like resentful of us having to do this because I didn't want to stop watching Rob Schnell's testimony now who I was in the oh, middle of. I watched Schnell. He sort of has like a Doogie Howser vibe. He went to NYU to be a professor when he was 14 and he was about to talk about the social media implications of the op-ed piece, I guess. He's one of Johnny's friends and he was vaping. So LOL. But um, everyone's vaping. I cannot believe how many people are vaping. Vaping. Is vaping automatically? Like when I think of vaping, I think it's a weed pen. No, it's not a weed pen usually. Okay. It's usually a cigarette substitute, which is insane because it's so easy to do it. And it's like definitely not helping us not have cigarettes anymore. No, it just seems like an actual, just like easier cigarette. Right. And less smelly. So it's like, what are we doing? This is so bad. And like children are doing it because (laughs) 
because it's like cool and it's tech. Well, and they have like bubblegum flavor and like mango flavor. And it's like, okay, okay. That's so bad. I mean, I could maybe use it as like an appetite suppressant. Actually, oh God, I wish I didn't just get that idea. Oh, my oh God. I think we might be getting vapes. <laughs> Okay, so we're not gonna, we have established in the last episode, we don't take sides. we're not taking sides, but I think we can all agree as a society that the way she is being demonized and he is being canonized yes. Yes. is extremely problematic. So one of the things that has escaped everybody's notice is this story that she told about when she was going to the 2016 Met Gala. And Johnny Depp was supposed to go with her. Google what she looked like. She was stunning. So she goes to the Met Gala. Something really interesting that's permeating this case is they like would go through these long stretches of just not hanging out, even when they were married. Like they would go a month or so without even talking. So she was getting ready for the Met Gala. She hadn't spoken to him in forever. He had thrown her phone out a window or something. So she didn't have a phone anymore. And she goes, and you know, none of his people were getting back in contact for me to get a new phone, which is like, girl, you you were in New York City. Go to the store. Right. But so she was like, none of his people were getting me a new phone. So I didn't have a phone. I didn't hear from him. Ralph Lauren was supposed to be dressing both of them. And he just never showed up. Johnny Depp just stood her up for the Met Gala red carpet. But so then with Ralph. Right. Like she, a a person, like a minion that worked for Ralph Lauren escorted her down the red carpet because her husband, this guy. Yes. (laughs) her husband stood her up so then she meets elon musk which she also um she had met him before but this was kind of the time they reconnected and i guess this was when her and johnny were starting to get on the outs yeah and she reconnected with elon musk he was like johnny depp didn't even tell i mean obviously i don't know this for a fact but based on her testimony it would appear that he didn't even tell the ralph loren team that he wasn't coming there was a place she says there was a place setting for him waiting for him inside the Met Gala and he never showed up and they had to just like sweep the place setting away. But anyway, the hair in that photo. The hair's incredible. The hair color is exactly what I want. Just that golden blonde. Yes. Yes. Not not white, not like, you know what I mean? Not platinum. Well, it's dirty. It's like a dirty blonde. It's like the, there are dark undertones, but not in a Kim K's roots or growing back way. Exactly. It's like a, a true balayage. What was the theme this year? Do we know? That year was Manus X Machina. I don't even know. Man versus machine? Yeah, no one knew. It means like made from a machine. It's like making something out of a machine. We need to talk to Anna about the Met Gala themes. We've had more than enough and been to more than enough theme parties that were crystal fucking clear. Right. It's like, hard, Manisex Machina. It's, you know, it's, it's so hard. That's And it's not really like a genre. Right. And they all wore robot outfits because the movie Ex Machina had come out like a year before and everyone was like, oh, I guess it means robots. So what is her outfit? Futuristic. She looks incredible and the hair is fabulous. I think it's her best look ever. I agree completely. Well, and actually, this is the Met Gala that they're using to comp- when they're doing like comparison shots of like then versus now, this is the look that they're using. And actually, I have a question because there's a lot of plastic surgeons on YouTube giving their hypothesis. She looks different now. Let's go with that. It's an interesting kind of back-ended way to discuss the justice system because the truth is the only actual question on the table is did she wrongfully Did the op-ed affect his career and reputation in a material way? And that's what people don't understand. And as I'm going through this week, talking to people, like hanging out, 
just the, the, the layman, the people who aren't as immersed in this as you and I get into the trash gang, become a yeah. trashling and you'll be up on it. Just like we are. They don't even know what the trial's about. They think the trial is who is a bigger asshole. Like that's how people are acting. You know what I mean? And so his former agent was testifying today. Um, and Bernard, the elf from Santa Claus yeah! Instagram today, great to see him again, love him. But both of those people were saying, no, he was already on a downward trajectory with his career. And like, he was doing drugs and drinking and he was showing up late to set. He was using an earpiece. His agent confirmed that he wasn't even being bothered to memorize his lines. He's using an earpiece. But his and agent so- also confirmed that there was no question that he was going to be in Pirate 6 and 7 and the rest of those Harry Potter of the whatever Twindling Tides, like the Mysterious Beast. No, Mysterious Beast. Who was the one that was Christian? The one that was almost married to Gaga? Christian. He was saying that it was, from what I understand that he was saying, it's like when you do a franchise deal, you don't really need to renegotiate the contract. You kind of just go, same, same same and if the star gets bigger you kind of try to get more money out of it but in this case because he was a little bit crunk he was like same 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 and the pirates people and the jk rowling people were like yes same good they both came out saying we stand by johnny and then then they cut him from both that was after the uk trial ruled that it was legal to call him a rice feeder but the 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 agent was who was on today said there never was officially an offer for pirate six on the table she said, but no, what is, one. but what is, what is Pirates of the Caribbean without Johnny Depp? It's going to be Margot Robbie instead of Johnny Depp is hilarious. Yeah, it makes no sense. And it makes no I sense. think, I mean, yeah, we don't know the specifics know. of that and both things could be true. It could be true that yes, when you have a franchise, especially with a star that big, it's an unspoken thing that they're going to come back. And it could also be true that because it's unspoken, they never got the offer. Why is this being televised like he pushed for it to be televised i think any case at this level can be televised and he pushed for it to happen because he wants everyone to attack her now did you see the the testimony from adam waldman today no i missed waldman's today i had a client earlier okay waldman admitted that he's been giving information leaking information to online like hashtag justice for johnny depp accounts wow there's this letter that's been going around It's a declaration from uh, her sister's old boss, and it's got the Fairfax County government letterhead on it. Are you talking about the Jennifer Howell, the Jennifer Howell letter? Yes, it's not real. What? And everyone's obsessed (gasps) with this letter. It's okay. So then that makes sense. So that's why they didn't really bring it up in the Whitney testimony. Because it's not evidence, it's inadmissible. And he he put it out, he leaked it with the Fairfax County letterhead on it when it's not part of the trial. So now all the fans are going, are passing it around and it's irrelevant completely. Because I think what you're saying is that in terms of this trial, it is not relevant and it's not even admissible and it's not being used in the Fairfax, Virginia case. But is the letter itself real? No one knows because no one can get in touch with this woman. What? And no, then there are all these I can't. 
I, I know. And the letter for people who don't know, it says like, oh, Whitney was afraid of her sister. Her sister would hit her all the time. She actually said she was afraid Amber was going to hurt Johnny. And right. it's like, yeah, if it would be a smoking gun, if it was admissible, but it's not admissible because first of all, Amber Heard's lawyers argue that he got it under false pretenses because it has nothing to do with the case. And it's not like a real thing. And also it's full of hearsay. Was it's, it a part of this- the UK trial though? No. So when I sent you that document with her testimony, what was that? That was from the UK trial. That letter wasn't in there. Oh, oh, she had a statement in there, but the letter wasn't in there. Yeah, I don't think so. It was like, yeah. But so it's, this is the kind of disinformation that's going around. He basically admitted on the stand that he coordinates with these accounts that have gazillions of followers and kind of just live to trash her all day. Courtney Love just released a video where she's talking about the trial. What? Yeah, she says, it's not that great. I'll sum it up for you and it will be literally the entire thing. She said that Johnny Depp was really nice to her daughter when Courtney was going through something where there was like custody and child services were involved. And he like got her daughter a limo to go to the Pirates premiere and blah, 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 blah. So she was like, I really like him, Um, which I would say that means nothing. It means nothing. To her credit, she then also said, I think it's really messed up everything like that people are saying about Amber, like- Um, we need less schadenfreude and more empathy. And she said schadenfraud, which was strange. And schadenfraud? Is that much? Yeah. She said schadenfraud. Um, Freudian slip, maybe. But then she Freudian said- Freudian slip. Freudian slip. Okay, that's good. And then she said, uh, you know, you have to think twice before you attach yourself to a movement because it is going to give you it's going to bring a lot of scrutiny into your life, which is very true. And I do think that, you know, there was this big piece in the cut that was headlined, which women do we choose to believe? And I just think that the whole believe women thing is still just so not what we should be hanging our hats on. Even if you take the all out and just say, believe women, I still don't think that's the point. I think listen to people who say they're being victimized yes. and look into it and do your due, due diligence. Yes. Because I think the crux of this whole thing and the reason why Amber Heard feels comfortable pursuing, you know, this, she, I mean, she's not the one pursuing a lawsuit right now, but why well, she, she sort of started the, she started the snowball, right? The reason why she felt comfortable referring to herself as someone who is the face of domestic violence is because it all hinges on one thing that she said in her testimony either earlier this week or last week she said under oath she admitted that she has hit him and thrown things at him and she said but I can't hurt Johnny and that is I think the crux of her argument which I think is a really flimsy argument in terms of what I consider to be abuse I don't think just because someone's bigger than you, you have carte blanche to throw things at them and hit them. But I think that's what her argument is. And I think that's what a lot of other women who are watching this kind of are saying. I could not agree more. And I also think that when it comes down to, like I see now that there's a lot of, there's a lot of press about the fact that in the UK trial, they're now looking into perjury claims for her because she didn't actually don't, like when we're talking about donating versus pledging. So like she said on the stand this past week that she pledged the 7 million, but because her ex-husband sued her, she 
actually hasn't donated any of 13 right? months after she got the money. Well, that was their argument. They said In- you had 13 months before I sued you to just do what you said you were going to do. And you didn't do what you said you were going right. to do. And the thing that's really problematic about that is she said, I donated it. I donated it. And it was like, no, you pledged it. Pledge and donate are. And she said, I use them synonymously. And it's like, okay, well, then you're the only person on the planet who uses those words synonymously. Right. It's also, well, but that's where it's like, you also didn't love poetry, Amber. Right. Like, like you, she's, she is a little bit of like, to me, what I want to say, regardless of who heard who or who's right or wrong. She's out of her league. Right. She's flying too close to the sun with a lot of the stuff that she's saying. And not ready for this. Like, yeah, not, not he's ready gonna, for whether, whether he's right or wrong or more or less abusive, he's going to sun her. <laughs> right. And like, yeah. So I think also the other thing where now this, I don't really know if I have any right to comment on, but I just want to talk it through the concept of mutual abuse where people are like, oh, well, if someone abuses you first and then you hit them, it doesn't count. You're still not the abuser. I don't know about that because like, okay, if, if someone is doing something terrible to you, even if you are trapped in a cycle, if you do the same exact thing back to them, self-defense is one thing, but mutual abuse, I don't think... I, oh, no, reactive abuse. That's what they're calling it. Reactive abuse. Wait, I don't and so real quick though, what's the difference between reactive abuse and mutual abuse? Because I, I've also been hearing people saying that that mutual abuse is actually a destructive terminology because it, like oftentimes when there's one abuser, the other partner will adopt some of the behaviors to survive without wanting to leave the relationship. And so it becomes mutual abuse without it being just overtly mutually abusive. Whereas I do think there are scenarios where it is just mutually abusive and she's screaming in the recordings that she thought were helpful to her. This we're a match, we're a match. She was taunting him, right? Her size doesn't matter. Poking and prodding him the way that she did. She was not so innocent right it's interesting that they're not talking about the emotional abuse at all they're only focusing on the physical and that's another thing where it's like what are the definitions of words she said i'm the face of domestic violence some people include emotional and psychological and financial abuse and like litigious abuse which i think he's engaging in right now i mean he's purposely bleeding her dry oh he is that's an that that that's an abuse measure but yeah like so they're saying mutual abuse means both people are equally abusive. Reactive abuse means you are the victim and you abuse back, but it's not your fault. That's like, so like is. a child who kills their kidnapper. That still would be self-defense. Like Reactive abuse and self-defense are two different things. The, the only place where reactive abuse is coming up is when people are debunking the concept of mutual abuse. They're saying, oh. no, there's no such thing as mutual abuse. If she if she hit or threw anything at him, it was reactive abuse because he started it. And so that means it's okay. So like throwing something at someone who's abusing you is not necessarily self-defense, but these people are arguing that that's reactive abuse. And they're saying that mutual abuse is a myth. The way that I feel is a little bit when people are like, there's no such thing as bisexuals. I mean, the truth is when you write an op-ed where it's like, I'm the face of domestic violence, it could also mean I was domestically violent. 
Exactly. And I don't know why her lawyers aren't focusing on that. Her lawyers seem to suck. Yeah. It's like, you can, you should make the argument that she was saying she was caught up in a cycle of domestic violence, which she clearly was by any definition. But see, this is the thing that I keep telling people about why this case is important and why we should all be really freaked out. If she loses, if she loses, that is going to set such a terrible precedent that you can't publicly talk about your past abusive relationship even if you don't name the person do you understand what that's going to do to well like i don't think that she speaks for women all victims of domestic assault that should have exonerated her immediately she did not say his name people have on this very podcast alluded to abusive situations that they've been in in the past and not named the people Mm -hmm. and if it becomes legal precedent that someone can sue you for not even saying their name. Oh, that's interesting. That's what's really fucking scary. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. She didn't defame him. She didn't say anything about him. Fuck! That's why it's really fucking scary for women because it's it will be literally oh oh my god you just gave me goosebumps i know it's gonna take away if she loses this case and again i'm saying it doesn't matter what you think about her as a person it doesn't matter what you think about what she did or didn't do whether she's telling the truth the fact of the matter is if she loses this case victims of domestic abuse are going to have a little bit less First Amendment rights. It's literally a freedom of speech issue. She referred to it in the vaguest terms that she possibly could. I mean, it was clearly a little bit of a PR grab. Why did she choose to? It's like this. I think the same thing about like Asia Argento. It's like, yo, you had sex with your little boy star when you were an adult director how dare you become this like face of the me too movement it's a little bit like that to me right but i mean just because somebody wants to i mean yeah amber heard probably did this op-ed to bolster her image because she was coming off the heels of a really messy embarrassing lawsuit she he he's been trying to bolster his image in similar ways and by running these online campaigns and like having waldman give the information out like they're both playing the same game so to pretend one of them is is better than the other in that no, way. No, I think they're actually a fucking great match and it went yeah. way too far. The op-ed was meant not only to bolster her image, but to help the ACLU and to help pass legislation that protects women and victims of domestic violence. So like- Did it? Um, that's what it was about. That was why they timed it the way that they did. They Mm. said, oh, there's these, it was around the time Brett Kavanaugh was being confirmed. There was a lot. Oh, that's interesting. It was tying onto things. And that's a form of activism. Why aren't we the lawyers? The ACLU people said it. I mean, when a celebrity attaches themselves to a cause, yeah, it's a symbiotic relationship. It's it's helpful helpful for the cause. Look at what Kim Kardashian is doing for prison reform. I mean, Yeah, it's making her look way better and it's burnishing her image a lot. And it's also legitimately saving people's lives. Like it's yeah. it's a two-pronged thing and that's fine. Like it's always going to be a little bit of like a, a PR grab that also has a great benefit to it. But yeah, the issue is when like, like Amber Heard, people keep saying, oh, you can't expect her to be the perfect victim. She goes beyond not being the perfect victim. She said under oath that she threw things at him and hit him. Like, okay, but then how about your skirt was too short? Here's where I'm confused. She said that she test, she testified that she did those things, but then she said, and I have never assaulted anybody. Isn't that assault? 
No, she said I've never assaulted anybody I was in an intimate relationship with. Okay, but she was in an intimate but, relationship with Johnny, and she also admitted half an hour ago to hitting right. him. Isn't that assault? Well, this is the thing. Like, no one agrees on the definitions of words anymore. You guys both did fucked up things to each other. You both engaged in abusive behavior very clearly and obviously. They each also think that one was more victimized than the other. I literally think this whole thing is a microcosm for the relationship. Like, instead of all the friends and family living in all the different penthouses and witnessing the fight, they've just invited us all into the penthouse and we're witnessing the fight. I know. And I'm obsessed with the penthouse commune thing. I mean... Wait, were they all connected? It's The way that it's sounding in the, like... I'm picturing, like, a dollhouse that's the top floor of an apartment, but, like, the... the Like, a, like hotel suites that all have that middle room in case it's a I family. don't even think they had the door connecting them. I think they were all going into the hallway every time. Oh, and that's why there was wine all over the hallway. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just guessing. It's hilarious to think about. It really about. is. But this is why, I mean, I'm like, I want someone to do a, I need someone to do a book about this trial and just like setting the scene. I want to hear about every step of the way from when they met, what they were wearing until like, you know what I mean? It's just- Molly, I watched the body cam video. And this is so unlike me. Before you even finish what you're going to say, <laughs> to watch a body cam video is the most like you thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's so not like me, please. Well, gonna, I watched but- it in point five x It's so funny. It's so nice to be you're seen. You're like, can you believe that I looked at- Are you kidding me? A, complete, no. a completely obtuse, obscure, tiny piece of media in an effort, not even to see who's good or bad, but just- to see it. Yes, to I can see it. I wanted to see the real estate. We need more photos of the real estate. We need more photos of the real estate. And you want to send us lesson, lesson, message. Scorpio, which was the eclipse that we just had, and which is the part of me that is obviously going to watch all body cam footage available. It's an eighth house thing, and you're also an eighth house Marser. So, like, you know exactly what I meant. The eighth house also rules the occult, what happens behind closed doors, and real estate. <laughs> oh, no. It really? all comes together on the spacious path. This is like a real estate story. Dude, I was in LA just now, and I actually Googled where Switzer, Switzer was, and I found the cul-de-sac, but I didn't have the, I didn't have the guts to ask my brother to take me there. Cause I, Wait, it what's his, Switzer? It's, so he had five penthouses in downtown LA. In the Eastern then, Columbia building or in something. The East, in the ECB. And then he had five mansions on a cul-de-sac in West Hollywood in the Hollywood Hills, which is right by where my brother's girlfriend's graduation party was what and i was like looking at i was trying to figure out because it was like pretty close to where we were i i have a house in palm beach of course i drove by epstein's too okay i want to know about the real estate me too i always do that every time the best thing to do in la you have to take an edible and go on a celebrity bus tour I will meet you there. We will do a day in LA and eat edibles and go on a bus tour. The people, <laughs> the other people on the bus tour are so weird. It's just all weirdos. And like, I'm saying that because I'm like, it's really fucking weird that I would even do that. Well, dude, it's- my brother, I was walking between my hotel, our hotel and my brother's house. And it was like 9 PM. And my brother is just like, keep your head on a swivel. Like there's a lot of weirdos out there. I was like, well, for the record, I'm one of the weirdos. Like I don't, I know that we haven't lived together for many, many years and that you have a very Ivy League education and I'm sort of your public school sis, the, the losers. You went to private school too. Well, college, college. <laughs> and I'm still paying it back. My grandma sold her house. Okay, we're not worth it. But 
I, um, but I did fuck the guy in the athletic field. Anyway, but it's like, um, virgin. I'm saying I took someone's virgin, but, um, <laughs> now if this case goes through, you could get sued for that. You could say she defamed me by saying I was a virgin in college. He defamed me first because there was that rumor that I jerked him off on the bench, which I did, but I did also claim defamation. Yeah, but who defamed who? We can't agree. This is the thing. He could sue you for that. Oh, fuck. Okay, right. So that is the whole thing. Did you watch Whitney's testimony? Most of it. I think she's having a better performance. Well, she does come across as very credible. Credible. And the, the friend Rocky was very credible as well. So too. When she told the story about that that Thanksgiving, and it's like we ended up shoving each other. It's Molly. Can you imagine us hanging out? No matter how many tequila shots we've had, under no circumstance would you and I ever end up in any sort of physical altercation, especially over setting the Thanksgiving table. Yeah, I that mean, it's is... just like who hangs out like that? I know it's really who are these people and how do, they, how do they all find each other? You know, like the story was they were looking for utensils for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Amber felt that Whitney wasn't looking hard enough. So she pushed her. No, not Whitney, Rocky. She Rocky, thought Rocky, Rocky wasn't looking hard enough. So they like started shoving each other and then Amber hit her in the face. And it's like, Ugh. like, yeah, what are you talking what? about? I mean, I think that also if like, you hit me before Thanksgiving, I would leave. Right. You, we would, I mean, it would never. I don't want to have Thanksgiving with you anymore. It would just never happen. My mom at Easter told the table that I was being obnoxious and we basically escorted her out. Yeah, that's the, (laughs) I mean, it's a holiday. You can do that. You can push me on, you know, Black Friday, not Thanksgiving. No, no, that's actually right on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a really strange world that they were all occupying. And I think that's a big part of what's so fascinating about this trial is that like they were living in a commune with all their friends rent free. And like someone I was talking to this week was like, Oh, like if she was really getting hit, why would her friends not immediately take her out of that situation? And I'm like, because they were living rent free because we live in the penthouse and we're all on blow. Yeah, like, and we have the most insane lives you've ever heard of. Why would we not just be like, oh, I guess this is normal. Like, but see, that's where this whole thing ultimately, I think, does come down to like drugs and, and addiction, because it's like, actually, like, what is cool with you on coke is different than when you're not on coke. Yeah. You know, and then I love that any can that anyone was throwing in all of these days of testimony has always been Red Bull. What a funny detail. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's they're really throwing Red Bull at each other. I mean, you're on pro vigil already, taking like more pro vigil than a tiny woman should ever take, and putting Red Bull on top of it. No wonder everyone's smacking each other. Right? Like, it's like there's too much. There's like literally too much energy in the space of lit- of hot people all triggering each other. And it's interesting because it's like, yes, he is so generous for that, but it also is so controlling. It is his houses. Right. And she did. It's like, like, you know, uh, but it is like, I, I, neither of them can afford to pay the other no matter who wins. This is just an extension of the. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Fight that is the relationship. Right. And it does remind me of being in shitty relationships when you just have a nothing fight and all of your fights are about the last fight well what about that fight when you did this well what about that fight when you did this misery absolute abject misery and like it's i i i am really happy that i'm not seeing people say see this is proof money can't buy you happiness like no this is just (laughs) proof that these people are nuts well i just felt like it was proof that i'm actually not on too many drugs yeah, that's the real plot. Can you believe that they take, I mean, even like, I remember when Michael Jackson died and seeing the list of like the best doctor in Hollywood who prescribed everything. It's like, how can any doctor prescribe somebody all of these things that do literally the opposite things? Like, right. and I get it, like something to get you up, something to get you down, like whatever, but something, one thing, one thing, you know? I mean, this whole thing is just like the modern, those, those don't do drugs, commercials stop or Sarah, Sarah, it's like, oh, she's a pancake now. She melted into the couch because she smoked pot. You know, the egg frying pan, this is your brain on drugs. Those actually were obviously not effective. And I feel like this is like a one big commercial for this is your brain on drugs. Yeah, for sure. And we're never talking really about the pharmaceutical aspect of it because yeah, they talked about how she was on Provigil and Accutane, but then like, I'm sure every single person was on Adderall and Xanax. That was the bare minimum. Yeah. The, the the list is like, like Johnny's list, I sent it to you. It's like a little hard to decipher because the print is so small because there are so many words. I know. It's like, it's like, he's also prescribed Oxycontin. He, you know, you, you're prescribed. Now I don't even want to say it because I don't, because Molly's a journalist. And so I don't want to just like be literally listing shit that he's, addic- you know, that, that he's prescribed, but the whole list is extensive and it's doubled up. Like there's doubles of different, there's beta blockers, multiple, there's, there's uppers, multiple, there's Lexapro and Prozac. Like there's, and and again, that's just like, those are just words. I'm not saying that that's what Johnny was on. You got to look at the list. It's hard to read. Zoom it in, zoom it in. Okay. Clean it up and face tune and send it to me. But it's like, it's like the, the list is like an entire fucking crypto black market pharmacy. Because when you think about it, including like three bottles of red wine and a bunch of blow and weed, it's like, yo, oh yeah. And a lot of MDMA, like, oh my God, out of their fucking minds. I know. I get nervous when I take half a Valium on top of my bare minimum Zoloft that I take each day. Right. Like when, right. you know what I mean? If I'm like, yes. Ooh, I have a really bad hangover. I'm going to take half Valium. Oh my God. I'm, I'm like, I'm halfway to Valley of the dolls. This is problematic. <laughs> like, no, I, I could be taking so much more shit and I don't. And I also think that the stimulants that she may or may not have been on may or may not explain her demeanor in the 2016 deposition. Oh, she looks like she is. Oh no. Human. Adderall it looks like off. she's on right she, she's literally an upper yeah it's just like the the 
the manic energy and everything. Like, yeah, it's really, yeah. And wait, did you see the testimony today of her acting coach? Oh my God. I didn't see it, but I read about it. The funniest fucking thing is that the acting coach is like, yeah, when it comes to like, she actually cries all the time, but when it comes to acting, she has a very hard time drawing tears. I can't believe she, she hasn't said seen that. legally. She hasn't even been able to watch the case. She has no idea that she's narrating the entire direct. She hasn't <laughs> watched it. I don't believe so. No. I think they all have to be like totally like like you know in a in a vacuum. Oh, that's terrible news! Isn't that I mean, insane that she's actually testified that Whitney cannot cry when she's acting Amber. or on command? I mean, I mean that Amber. Well, like I loved it. I was like, ooh, yeah, that is painful to my soul. I mean, I just feel it's just all pain. It's just it's like all ugh. pain. The ugh. whole thing. But but isn't it like in the same way that like Trump being president made sense, I feel like this makes sense for us as a culture in terms of where we're at. Well, I mean, it's scary because once again, no matter how you feel about this particular case, there is a bigger story here and it is the backlash to me too. And that is really, really bad. This right now happening is the Brett Kavanaugh being like, this is the road to Roe v. Wade being repealed. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is the ducks getting in a row for things to get much worse for women in the future. And it's just like, like, I guess like, not you believe her, that is the objective truth is that this is getting lumped in with a lot of incel woman hating shit. Mm-hmm. And that is why it's, that's part of the appeal for a lot of people. That's why hundreds of thousands of people, millions of probably are watching it every single day. Well, but I, I guess like the, just to, I don't even know if I'm playing devil. I literally, I just want to say, I didn't listen to this podcast. Like we are literally idiots and just like first draft open mic talking it out. These are not, well, I think that for legal reasons, I'm not an idiot. Oh, right. Molly actually has a job, but I, I'm just talking it out. I'm just talking it out is all I'm saying. Like, I don't, I'm not attached to the pins. I'm just sharing what's going on for me and, and let's go from there, you know? But I guess like, how do men participate in, like, there are people, I, I just feel like I, in my personal life, I have multiple stories where it is the counterculture thing. Like I have men in my life who have been sexually assaulted. And I have a lot of women in my life who have been overtly abusive because they could. And people just trying to co-op movements. Like, I just think I understand all of the dark sides of both of these people. And and even like, and I don't obviously know them. Like, I do think there is also something to the fact that, that Johnny Depp, who's like the biggest celebrity in the world, is also saying, I felt abused. And, I, and he's talking about he's raised by his abusive mother. I don't know. I feel like there's not, there hasn't been, yes, we can cancel Bill Clinton for fucking Monica and Jennifer and all of the flowers. But at the end of the day, like, where do, where does Bill go? Like, we don't get to heal in silos. It's not like the women are now healed. Like, if we keep competing in the game of like women versus men, um, I don't, I, I think we keep ending up in these bizarro court cases that aren't really about what the interesting stuff is and what we're all talking about. And like, I totally agree with you that like, it's not a coincidence that this is going on while there's a, a potential overturn of Roe v. Wade. And now the Supreme Court is all floppity doppity. I wish that Ruth had just laid her sword down a little bit, right. a little bit Ruth's fault, if we're going to be honest, but it's like, 
I don't know. I just feel like, how do we get to a place where, because I do think he's an, also a victim of abuse, whether, whether the op-ed is uh, defamatory or not. I think they're both victims of abuse. And I think they're both abusers. And I think there's like, that's the larger conversation to me that it's like, corny but we are one and it is all connected so it's not to say that like we shouldn't acknowledge the holocaust and that anti-semitic rhetoric doesn't need to be pointed out and addressed or or racist um undertones in all of our systems or even just the way that we have a preconceived notion of what the history is based on you know whatever books that we were taught to read as facts right or whatever there's there's so much individual bias that we have all been brainwashed out of noticing so i think the me too movement and it's in the women's suffrage like like yeah like, like i think like when- women have been a a a a group that has been um suppressed but then how do we actually talk about uh just that there are that it isn't a gender issue also right but it, so okay there's two things going on i think what you're saying about you know, with anti-Semitism at all and all of that is like with identity politics, yes, we need to acknowledge all of these things that happened. And also at the same time, does it further divide us when we become too preoccupied with it? I think one of the arguments that conservatives make is, oh, when we focus too much on the racism of the past, it divides us further. Obviously, when they say that, I think they are just trying to skirt away from their their past misdeeds. But at the same time, there are certain segments of TikTok where it's all <laughs> victimization all the time. It's right, like, right. literally, I am only going to talk about my trauma and my victimization. And it gets to a point where you're like, I don't know if this is therapeutic. I think this actually is right. stoking divisions and... Like it's like, yes, there are both, I can see both sides of that argument. And then the other thing that I think you're getting at is just like the limitations of gender as a concept yeah. and sex as a concept, because like, like, we're actually just talking about two people that really hurt each other and are now actually broke. Right. I and feel like also, they're broke. Like statistically men are more violent than women because that's how testosterone works. Right. I was going to say, but, but it's because it is biological. Right. And also a lot of the violence of women against men goes ignored and underreported. So like, yes, I think if every thing was reported, it would still, men would still have the edge over us for being violent, I think. But at the same time, like that doesn't mean that that contributes to instances where men are victims getting swept under the rug. Well, I think that really like, it's really complicated because it's like, actually, again, it's like two separate things where it's like, okay, honoring victimization by the system and working to change those systems versus human to human edge of violence. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's, what's really confusing. And I think that's why, like, I'm not saying like the system abuses us and I'm just a rebel. It's like, well, have me on record for that just in case, but like, but like there are all of these rules that are misogynist in nature that Mm. are, exclusionary in nature that are built so that there is a class system that on some level to certain people hurts and then you could argue that it's meant to motivate them to change classes and that's part of the dynamic of how culture works or whatever who knows right but like that's man-made i would also say there is no society on earth that doesn't have hierarchies built into it right like, and that is nature made. That is the right. nature of humans and 
like most animals. Yeah. How do we do hierarchy in a way that isn't abusive? And what is that line? And like, it's just like, not everybody knows what their edge is. Not everybody is able to be taught boundaries from a leaned back perspective. So I think in certain cases, you end up having people finding out what they are and are not okay with and what their personal boundaries are, which is why the abuse conversation is so hard. And I think, which is why laws are so hard to like make or to feel are fair or even like whatever, like economic systems, because it's like, right. How do we exist together without hierarchy becoming, I guess it's just like, yeah. Like how do we have conversations about human beings and systems separately versus and addiction? I mean, this yeah like it's so much this is so much more than just like what i defamed you and now you're defaming me it's like yeah it's like you guys were all like out of your mind on drugs we're not even talking about like we said the pharmaceuticals which are all legal and prescribed by doctors we're all pretending that everyone even before they were on this even in the morning when they woke up and hadn't drank three mega pints of wine yet I i love mega pints as a thing coming out of this Yeah. We're pretending that everyone was already in their right mind before that. No, they were all on legal drugs before that. But yeah, I think this is where we get to the issue with believe women because it's like, okay, who's the face of this movement? Um, Asia Argento was a female sexual predator, allegedly. Uh, Amber Heard clearly engaged in it seems that she may have engaged in mutual abuse. You know, Rose McGowan also has done some weird stuff. Like, it's just, we, yeah, those are, those are individuals who attack And like, even in the case of Johnny Depp, you might, one might argue that aside from culture raising him to be who he is, he had a deeply abusive mother. Right. I think that him telling his story and her telling her story and us just witnessing it is sort of helpful just in terms of, of recognizing just that like human beings hurt each other and like we're, human beings are hurt and we're all really hurt and we're all really confused. And so I just, I feel like I, if anything, my hope would be that instead of this hurting the women's movement, that it opens up a dialogue for people to actually have conversation that is like, it's like, you can't take well, back what has happened, but like, you do have to move forward. And I think there's a lot of really hurt men and are, they're hurt by women. They're hurt by their mothers. And then mother, whether Amber Heard had the physical ability to smush him under a pillow or not, she triggered him. And I mean, I think she was also violent. Like, it's just like people hurt people. Right. And that's why fun. it's, yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of the legal system, like I said, it is going to hurt women if if she loses it is it just is gonna hurt women is there a way that it doesn't though like, like no there's not i'm telling this is like a fact this is just a fact you have to go with it damn it's, he there's no way that if she loses this case it's not gonna be used as a precedent and a playbook for other abusers to silence people who didn't even say their name it's just the way that we oh right i keep forgetting that right that it's really not about johnny versus amber it's about can you actually just share a story without it being about anybody it's about what's going to set a precedent in the court and then i think the other thing that you're saying that it could open up a conversation yeah theoretically it could but the conversation it's opening up is men can be victims too and amber heard is a witch let's burn her at the stake like i'm not really seeing that many people have a level-headed conversation about this how do we go through a process like this and have the the outcome be improving society? Like, I don't think that, for instance, Louis C.K. being blacklisted from mainstream <laughs> entertainment, I don't think that's going to make less people flash women. I really don't. 
I, I think 100% agree. I think the thing that's going to make less men flash women is him actually talking about why he did that and why it was wrong, which he oh. has sort of glibly like referred to it, but he hasn't actually done the work. And- no, I'm so mad at him for that. I'm not saying he should be canceled forever, but the fact that he only touches on it in terms of what people think of him and doesn't, isn't actually going into the whatever childhood, what, yeah, right. The, the actual yeah. impulse. Why right? did you That's do that weird shit? Part. That would be helpful. Right. But no one ever does that because- once you become it's like we have this well, like binary, Richard Pryor kind of did yeah it's like this one we have this binary system of okay you're you're the bad person now and you can't play anymore and it's like okay well sometimes someone's gonna be the bad person one time for one moment and then like yeah we could blacklist them or we could have a real conversation a real real conversation and a person that people look up to who's powerful can explain to the people who look up to them why they shouldn't do that like why don't we do that why don't we have like whenever men get canceled for this stuff it's like all it's showing to younger guys and guys who look up to them is don't get caught it's not showing why you shouldn't do it It looks like both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, the things that they have admitted to having done to each other, like, I'm not sure if they're remorseful about it. Oh, I don't think they are. I actually am a little bit worried they're going to get back together after this. (laughs) No. I swear to God. Him not making eye contact with her is everything. It is. I hate it. So rude. But it's also, it is such a power move. I'm shook. Exactly. For someone to be that, I I consider that very controlling and calculated. Oh, it is. And you know what? She, that's who they are. Like, I think that this is driving her. I think part of her big movements to the jury is for her to do something flashy enough for him to maybe go, what are you doing? I don't know. But I think, I I mean, it doesn't help his case. (laughs) I think it doesn't make him a more sympathetic person. It makes him seem like he is calculated and controlling. It makes it seem like they're just still in a fight. The reason that he's not doing it is because of something he said in a fight in 2016. And he's holding to, I won't let you see my eyes. It's like, okay. Yeah. Then don't. <laughs> right. It's like, is that supposed to- I hope to- your neck hurts, bro. Right. Like, are we supposed to respect that? Are we right. supposed to be like, oh yeah, that's like, he kept his word. No, that is weird. That is- I'm triggered by it in a way that is like, again, 100% my own dysfunction. Performative also- hard choices are something that on a personal level drive me crazy. Like if I were her- I don't know how I would stop myself from like putting my arms on the bench in front of him and get like, that makes me want to get in his face and be like, hi, like that bothers me so much in a way though, that makes me like, I get where it's hard to walk away from these things because it's like, how could he not have looked at her for these many weeks? It's so insane. It's it's, so insane. It's dehumanizing. (laughs) It is. is. To treat someone that way, even mm-hmm. if it's someone who you really genuinely believe. No, like, he's still in the fight. He wants her to know I'm not going to look at you and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But what I mean, shows that you give a fuck more than keeping this charade going? 
Right. And wearing sunglasses right. to court. Indoors. What are you, fucking 12? Take your sunglasses off. <laughs> but the fact is, we actually don't really know if he's looked at her. Those are dark glasses. That's like, I've other- looked at a lot of people's emails on airplanes next to me. Okay. I, I understand being so disgusted by someone that you don't want to look at them, but like, making no, no, it- he's not so disgusted by her. He is trying to be right in the last fight they had. Exactly. That's what mm-hmm. it is. he's it's- literally just like, I told you I wouldn't do this. And so I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm powerful. I'm strong. I'm stronger willed. Yeah. Wild. Big takeaways. When the makeup artist, when Amber's makeup artist was talking about what she what is the gel? Is it Arnica gel? She's like, oh yeah, I put on all my clients before they go on TV because it like depuffs their face. I'm like, what is that gel? Get me that gel. Arnica oh, gel? That. Arnica? Okay. You get Arnica gel when you get lip injections. Again, this is all things I've heard from. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, it cuts down the swelling because the thing is when you take, um, if you take over the counter pain medication before you get Botox, laser hair removal, fillers, lip injections, it can enhance the bruising. So they don't recommend it. Now I've done, I have had enough different treatments to know that I actually don't bruise whenever I get anything done. So I think next time I get anything a little more heavy duty, I will take it because I don't bruise anyway. But if you do bruise easily, you're not supposed to take that stuff beforehand. And the way that they recommend you to decrease the selling, the swelling is Arnica gel. So you can take these at Whole Foods, they sell Arnica pellets, these things that you can put in your mouth that um, melt in your mouth. Writing it down. Yeah. And then I guess that takes down any swelling in your immediate mouth area. Maybe people would have it after you know, two, like two, a dental surgery, like an oral surgery. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing is, yeah, I guess the gel. So now I'm going to try that with the gel because we I got to try the gel. And then I was watching a live chat of the trial and somebody was asking like, can you put it under your eyes for eye bags? And then somebody else in the chat was like, yes, I'm an esthetician. You can. It's like, why haven't we all been? Why like, doesn't why everyone- make a product? Somebody make a product. Right. Tell us. Tell us. What yeah. is that a makeup artist secret socks? <laughs> What do you think of Julia Fox's underwear uh, pavilions run? Oh, yeah. It made me think I needed a spray tan. <laughs> That's funny. I felt like um, I haven't seen a lot of... I, did she have an Audi? Well, the word on the street is sometimes when you have a tummy tuck or cool sculpting, it can uh, affect your belly button. I'm so glad I brought this up. Yeah, this is what people say. I also want to say, you had alluded earlier to um, to the plastic surgery speculation around Amber Heard, and people are saying that she has cheek implants, and I'm yeah. like, no, she's just like, she's just really pretty. She just has really right. good bone structure. Well, she's always had great cheeks. Yeah, it's like sometimes, it's it's it reminds me of what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, how people are always like, Oh, I have no eyebrows because I got them waxed so much in the 2000s. Like, no, you just don't have eyebrows. You're just a Northern European pale person without eyebrows. Like, you you didn't, it's, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, I actually do. Than other people. It looks like both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, the things that they have admitted to having done to each other, like, I don't, I'm not sure if they're remorseful about it. Oh, I don't think they are. I actually am a little bit worried they're going to get back together after this. <laughs> no. I swear to God. 
second thought I have. Okay. So Kim made that comment about how like, you know, after the divorce, she is a little bit like, as we speculated, she's a little bit insecure about her fashion. What if she makes her next look? Cause I was just at my brother's girlfriend's law school graduation in LA and like her gowns were like, so cool. Like she looked so cool in like lawyer wear. Like what, what if she just made lawyer chic her look? Like what if she was just doing like, like, like judges robes and like the UK wig hair? Mm. No, I don't know about that. Okay, well, I just want to put that on the record in case is what happens. <laughs> I think she's going to go in. Um, well, it is hard because, yeah, she's trying to turn her brand into something more lawyerly. But right. one thing she does not ever, ever, ever want to do under any circumstances is age herself. Right. Whoa. So, Great she, take. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was going to say, maybe she's going to go Victoria Beckham because Victoria Beckham has the best like suiting like yeah she looks like legal counsel right but i don't think kim's gonna do that because i think kim is yeah she just wants to look young 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 and so this is kind of interesting because i think she could usher in a new era of professional wear that isn't so aging yo that's what she should do right like can if i do have to get a job somewhere do i have to shop at ann taylor right like when i first got out of college and worked at the first newspaper that I worked at. I, I a hundred percent on a daily basis looked older than I do now, even though it was like 11 years ago, you know? Same. Right. Dude, dude, I actually couldn't even afford the lifestyle. And at that time I only had two suits and the real estate group that I worked for required that I wear suits because when I did dress myself, I guess I was just like too streetwear. I'm not sure. I was too, too sloppy. And they forced me to wear my hair up in a bun and I wore the same two suits every day. And I found out later that behind my back, everyone was calling me suit girl. No. Yeah. No. It's kind of funny now just because it's like, it's really not even my look. (laughs) It's like mean to call you suit girl. I know they were being really mean. What were you? Oh. And I was, yeah, it was just like a hard time in my life. I just graduated from college. And Stop, um, that makes me really sad. I okay, really... now I'm just sweatpants girl. Yeah, that's fine. It's better yeah. to be sweatpants Leisure girl. Leisure wear, rah. I also want to say, as a final note, um, this trial also is really buttressing my opinion that celebrities should be required to get real jobs when they're not shooting movies. That might be of a man. They all have too much free time. Like, when I was in a like the shittiest relationship that I ever was in part of what helped me to end it and leave was the fact that I, it was the arguments were taking up so much time that it was cutting into my professional life. You know what I mean? Like I would be at work sitting in these long text message arguments and like my work was (laughs) slipping and I was like, this isn't normal. Like this isn't, this is, it's not normal for your relationship to be negatively affecting your work. So imagine if I was an actor and I was, I had months between projects. Right. And all you're going to do is just sit there and fight. Sit there and fight. Like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Like this is my platform. Right, that's why they're drinking each other's blood. They have nothing to do. Exactly. Get a job. <laughs> Get a job. Go in between film shoots. Intern at a talent agency. Be a paralegal for a or little just bit. Just do anything to be helpful to other people. Anything. Just don't sit there. Right. 
And you need to be a little under pressure. You know what I mean? Like you need to have someone breathing down your neck a little bit that you have to deliver. This is what I learned also now having a full-time job again after freelancing for so long. Yeah, tell us. You you need to have a little bit of external pressure on you yeah. in order to, it's like, it's really, for me, at least it's a mental health thing. Because if I am left to my own devices, I do not respect my own authority enough to actually advance as a person. Well, that's why if anybody's interested in life coaching, that's actually why people hire me. That's what I do. I hold you accountable for your biggest, wildest dreams. But uh, yeah, it's like some accountability is everything. I saw this thing where it was like, you know, those infographics on Instagram that people that got really popular after like BLM summer it was <laughs> like, let's talk about it. If you have IBS, you need to hold yourself accountable. And all these people are like, what? Hold yourself accountable for having di- chronic diarrhea. What are you talking about? What do you want us to do? It's like everything is just so infuriating these yeah. days. Instead of having like bosses that hold us accountable or even a sense of confidence in your authority. It's like the internet telling us to hold in our shits. Right. And it's like, like, it's like, what role are you playing in your IBS struggle? Come on, stop it. We have to stop. We have got to stop. <laughs> this rhetoric needs to die with the millennial generation, because we're the ones who invented this bullshit. Like, I think Gen Z is like, there might be a few stragglers in Gen Z who still believe in like Instagram infographics and all. Right. I, I really hope though that they, I think the vibe shift is going to kill that dead. And I really hope it is. Hell yeah. Do you see the Jesse, the Jesse Williams Broadway dick pic? Oh yeah. For the record, he has his Lilith conjunct his Uranus at the exact degree of this Scorpio full moon eclipse. So we're going to be see a butt pick next. Yup. What? No, that's not it. But it's just like, that's why he like, like even like the, the men joining the media, like I was abused too movement. I think this is like the, the, the leaked nudes of the men movement, but that this full moon was literally like the earth communicating with, the moon, which was exactly on his Lilith, his naughty boy, his naughty boy, and his Uranus, like, whoa, we know something different about you now in Scorpio, which is like your penis. That's crazy. Because here's the other thing I wanted to discuss. uh, When Brittany posted those pictures of herself, butt ass naked with a little bit of an emoji, I also was turned off. It was right before the miscarriage news. She put, remember I sent you them? I'm like, why did she post this a thousand times of this weird naked picture of her? Right. And everyone was like, how come everyone thinks Britney's crazy, but the Kardashians are naked all the time? It's like, that's what I wanted to talk about. That's what I wanted to talk about. Exact picture 50 times. Right. It's not that it was a nude photo. It was like a, why is this a carousel issue? Right. With slightly different filter on every single one. Right. Like, I want to let Brittany know that the filters are actually not as powerful as she may think. I know. She is truly stuck in an internet of 10 years ago. Devastating. All right. Well, follow us on Instagram at Molly Molshine at Sarah Armour. Write a nice review. Yeah, do that. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Face trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. 
Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.